Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. They paid the man. They paid the man. Show, show him the money. Show five for that, that bag. I have nothing to say, nothing whatsoever to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> he got paid. He got paid. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Fred Warner uh, getting a, a huge payday from the Niners. We'll talk about that. We'll also discuss the ramifications for the team going forward in terms of how this may or may not impact uh, the 49ers championship window going forward. Also, uh, the NFL is is uh, is cracking down. They said they were not going to allow extra space for games to be completed in the event that there is a, a cancellation due to COVID. So we'll dive into that as well. As always, we want to encourage you to get involved in the show. We're located. We're uh, on social media. You can hit me up at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore uh, on Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. And as always, we want to remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, we are presented by, of course, Bet Online, and, and July is underway and a great month for. Sports. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. All right, so the NBA season is officially over, right? You got the draft coming up, and uh, you got NBA offseason and free agency coming up. You can bet on some of, on some of this stuff in terms of uh, the odds on on some of these players. In terms of where is uh, where's Damian Lillard? You know, going to end up. Um, you know, what, what team? There's odds on that. You can place your odds on that. You can place your odds on, uh, on you know, the Lakers are apparently in search of a veteran point guard, right? You can, you can, you ain't lying. You you can put your odds on on a, a player who you think will land, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, to help out LeBron and company. Um, and also they got some NFL stuff as well. You can bet on who 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 you think is going to be the uh, the upcoming MVP. Um, all of that exclusively on Bet Online. Whatever it is that you want, they got you covered. And so make sure you hit up the folks over on at uh, Bet Online because look, they, they they'll hook it up for you, right? They got it for you. Whatever it is, whatever you need. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Uh, he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, Fred Warner, five years, $95 million. 40 and a half of that is guaranteed. Um, according to Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network, it's kind of constructed into two deals. Um, so the final two years can automatically void, making it a three-year extension. 
uh, for 54, make it 50, 55 million dollars, in which you know that'd be 18 million dollar a year average, which is more mm-hmm. than what Bobby Wagner signed for uh, back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, um, which makes sense. Yeah, and so and then the second deal, 49ers can buy back the final two years after they're avoided by paying Warner 22 million in 2025. And under that scenario, the new money total will become seventy-six point eight million, which is a nineteen point two million uh, average. And then that's how, of course, you get out if he plays the entire contract. You get up to that ninety-five uh, million uh, rank. Um, Darius Leonard tweeting out to Fred Warner. He's happy. Fred got paid, right? Because now all that means is, uh, of course, you know he he possibly could <laughs> supplant Fred as the the highest paid linebacker. Um, your thoughts on the deal, Ed? Um, smart deal. Of course, we knew Fred was going to get paid. It wasn't even a question of it happening. Um, he played well. He's one of the he's one of the eight to twelve core players on the team. You don't plan on winning and moving forward, and, or or definitely establishing and building the right culture without him. Um, you look at his his level of play, um, his role on the on the roster and in the locker room, and um, his age. He, all of those factors say you sign him. And like I always say, salary cap is only an issue when you don't want to sign a guy. When you want to sign a guy, you do exactly what they did. You find a way to work it out. You find a way to structure it. You get creative and you do all the things that they did to get this player in, involved. And um, they, he was fairly compensated. Um, and that's, you know, of course, he was going to be the highest paid because he's the, he's the next baller that's up. He'll he'll be the highest paid linebacker ever until the next baller linebacker is up. <laughs> that's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, and and they didn't completely blow the old numbers out of the water, which again I like. They they paid him the new going rate for that level of play. I think it's good on everyone's part. Um, and the organization, the Niners organization, tend they tend to do this. It doesn't shock me. Yeah, you know, I, you know, the only deal that I think they went too far on was Kittle. Yeah, I, I you know, that I, I just think they overpaid for Kittle. Um, it, it's not even about his worth. You're worth what they pay you, so he's worth it. So we're not even talking about that. But they didn't have to in that situation give him the extra few million. Um, but. They sign their guys. They compensate their guys well. They pay for the performance. The Niners do that. They've been known to do that. And um, this is just, you know, this is just checking off a box that we all knew that they were going to check off. Um, Fred's Fred's been that type player. He'll continue to be that type player. They're just compensating him for the level of play. That's all. That's all I see. What What see you? What say you? Uh, Fred Warner is only twenty four years old, and that is just mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. um he's, he's only and this is a, a three-year deal too because you talked about it this is really a three-year deal yeah it, it seems like that's most deals right really just three-year deals uh that's every in, deal in, haven't in, i told you NFL. that yeah i mean pretty much every yeah. deal right um yeah and so um you look at it and I mean the back of that deal. I mean if they you know decide to go forward, paying them twenty two million per, I, I I just don't see that happening. So, um, you know you're talking. Oh, well, about- I, you know what? Let me ask you this because I, I haven't looked at all of the deal. Is the deal? So the deal is voidable after three years. Voidable after three years. 
Okay, so after three years, they're they they can completely renegotiate. Re- you void the deal. The, you, you void the deal. You're basically tearing up the old deal. Now, what they put in place, and that's what I always say: the monopoly money. So if you have if you have a teardown point, that means that's where this deal ends. That's why I say it's a three year deal. Now, what your and Fred will be 27 years old. Goodness yeah. gracious, he's about to hit him again. Um, so he's he will be 27 years old, and they will tear that deal up. And you tear that deal up. You're saying if we decide to do it, if you're happy with it, we can go ahead and just you you know we can just you know keep keep the party rolling, and just tell the DJ to you know bring that one back. You can do that, or you can test the waters if we're not happy. It's the it's it's Garoppolo's deal. As long as we're happy, I'm happy. You're happy because Fred Fred will say yes. Um. And and they'll say yes, but but more than likely, what they're going to do at 27, they're not going to pay him that money. What they're going to do, they're going to add more years. They'll do another extended deal. A whole deal. new deal, right? They'll do they'll do a whole new deal. If Fred is still playing at the same level, which I expect him to be at that age, um, there's no reason for him not to be. Like he's he probably, will, he's scarier at that age to me, right? Yeah, I mean, 27. My goodness. Well, he'll just be in his prime. He hasn't yeah. hit his prime yet. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's not even playing as well he's going to be. I didn't even start playing my best until around that time. 20, 27, 28, that, that was, I, I was as strong, as fast, as quick as I'd ever been when I was like 28, 29, everything. I'm, you're, you completely have your man body then, and you know how to train. You know how to um, – you know the proper nutrition. You know the rest. You, you know how to be a pro, and you've seen – all the players, you've seen all the teams. You, everything is now becoming routine. You, it, it, there's, there are no new venues to go to. There, are, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, every, everything is there. So that's what I expect. That, that at that point they'll be doing an, an entire new long-term deal for Fred. Um, and hopefully, they're doing that with you know a championship or two behind it, which will only add to his value absolutely and also and also add to the value of the franchise by retaining him in the color so um all of that all of that makes sense it all it all makes sense fred signings is not even news i mean you know it's not even a big deal like we all knew that was happening right yeah we knew we knew it was coming it it was very quiet though right like you didn't hear much about negotiations or anything like that um it just kind of came yeah it just kind of just came up and you're you're like oh yeah that's right fred is up right like (laughs) like we we talked about it earlier in the off season it's like okay here it is like yeah, this is this was different than when um, Mostert was out saying, you know what, pay me or else, and all of this type stuff and and everything. You don't have to do that. Oh, he did that seriously. You don't you don't have, you don't have to do that. No, I, I mean when when they know when they view you as one of their core guys, they'll take care of you. They're gonna take care of you, and it has nothing to do with your level of play or, or not. If if a team doesn't view you as one of their core guys, they're not going to take care of you. And it has nothing. And again, it has nothing to do with the play. You see a lot of very, very good players that, um, and it's always happened that way. That um, the organization feels we can do things without this person, or we can easily replace this person. And you see these guys moving, and you're like, why would this person not be signed? It's and it's simply because of that. The organization feels a certain way. People in the building feel a certain way, and they don't value 
all the things that we discussed with Fred, the age, the level of play, your your spot on the locker room, your spot in the huddle, your your value in the in in um in all types of situations on both sides of the ball. They you know, if they don't see it, they don't see it. That's why Fred didn't have to fight and and Mostert is still fighting. Yeah, I I, there, there's something to that. I mean, you hear it in sports often, like you know, in in pro sports in particular, guys hit their prime. Like their prime is ages 28 to 32 for the most part, right? And you kind of touched on that um, a little bit as well in terms of when you sort of start when you were playing your best uh, football. Fred is only 24, and and you, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, like even before he enters his prime, he's going to be up again. And, mm-hmm. and and with with just three years under his belt in this league, he already signs this big time extension, and he's already considered a top three linebacker uh, in the league. And so, uh, tremendous find, of course, by the organization, and and obviously, you know, kudos to Fred Warner for coming in and doing his thing. And so, um, like you said, like it wasn't a surprise. It was kind of like an oh yeah when I saw the the news scroll. Um, you know, on, on the TV yesterday, and it was like, okay, all right, well, we kind of knew that that was going to happen. Um, I kind of want to shift it now in a sense that this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, I don't want to be a wet blanket here, ED, but you, you got to look <laughs> at things, you know, somewhat realistically, right? So, obviously, this 2021 season is taken care of, but you start to – Look ahead. You have the uh, the highest paid uh, left tackle. You got the highest paid tight end. Uh-huh. You got the highest paid uh-huh. linebacker. Now um, mm-hmm. that may be supplanted here within the next week or so once Darius Leonard of the Colts signs his deal. But um, you know you've taken care of all these guys, right? And in, in, in terms of in terms of uh, of their payment, um, where does this leave this franchise going forward in terms of uh, it's window, it's it's championship window, and ability to put together uh, a championship worthy roster with you know all this money tied up in those three places in particular, and that's not even talking oh, about fine. Jimmy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're fine. You're fine as long as you are doing the other things well, because you're compensating you're compensating players and making them the highest or one of the highest, even after these other guys sign. Um, you, you know, you're paying guys top three money at positions, and that's how it's going to remain, top three money at those positions, even when the next guy signs. Uh, you're paying them that because they're playing at that level. So you're, you're never going to give somebody something that they, that they haven't negotiated themselves in position to get. Because remember, you get what you negotiate, not what you deserve. So these guys have negotiated themselves into that position. Um, and that's because their play dictated that. Their position on the team dictated that. So now you have to be good in the other areas because you can't have um, all the highest paid linebackers and all the highest paid defensive linemen because when uh, Bosa is up, he's going to be one of the highest paid. Yeah. And you're going to keep Bosa. And that's that's coming sooner rather than later, right? Yes. Well, you're, and you're going to pay, you're going to pay Bosa. So, but now how, how do you, how do you keep that window open? You have to be correct with the Ken laws. You have to be correct. As, as you draft guys, as you bring guys in, you have to hit so that – because you're going to have draft picks every year, and you have to be correct with those players so that they can fill in while they're still on their rookie contracts 
and they can perform at a certain level. Because let's just take in case in point, um, Fred Warner. Fred Warner was a key factor in you making a Super Bowl while he was on his rookie contract. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So now he's earned the right to get paid. So now that you have to do the same thing. You've drafted guys in the secondary. You brought in a corner. You brought in a safety. These guys, you got to be right on these guys. You know, your your E-mans and the guys that you have at those, you have to be right with those guys before you have to pay them. Um, because your secondary is a spot where you don't have a lot of money into it. It's not going to stay that way. So you have to be correct there. That's a lot the of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. What, and you know this no, draft no, no. is an inexact science too. But that's but that's the job. That's what I'm saying. You have to be good at that. That's the job. You have to be correct. You you have to be correct in those situations. Um, and if you don't, it's, it's simply not going to happen. You you have to be able to, to draft these guys and develop guys and they play. Um, the Niners won a championship because Merton and I grew up. Uh, you, I mean, think about it. They 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 had Ronnie and all these guys and the money, and it's like, okay, they're getting older, and we got to let these guys go. We have to do this. We have to do that. But in the meantime, they had brought us in, and um, to be players, and and you got to be right about some of those other guys, and they were right about us. So when the time came, we were there to get it done before they had to pay us big money. And then you got to bring in the next group of guys. Things fell apart because they weren't right with the next group of guys. So that's so that's what it is. You, you you're always going to pay guys. The league is going to dictate that you pay guys a lot of money. So you can't be fearful of playing a guy who has I keep saying has negotiated himself with his play uh, and behavior to be in position to get that money because if you don't pay him, somebody else will. Um, you don't do the you don't do the overpaying, like I said, with Kittle. I always go back to that because they didn't have to pay Kittle that because no one else would. They paid him more than any other team in the league would do it. Now, part of the reason, again, what's your value? They may think that that we paid him that extra because he brings this to the table for us. I'm fine with that. And obviously there was something like that because they paid him that way. But but I'm not afraid of that. You you pay your guys um, that you think are core guys. Fred Warner is a core guy. Kittle is a core guy. Um, Trent Williams, that's a core guy. Now, you draft running backs this year. They got to grow up while those guys are still on those contracts and they have to perform that way. Um you, you know, other linemen that you draft offensively, defensively, backers, all of these guys, they have to grow up and they have to play. And believe it or not, it's actually not that hard for those other guys to grow up and play because you see what they're making. Because I can tell you, I used to look at Don Griffin and I was like, God, he's really good. He's really clean, feet great and all this stuff. And he's got a big paycheck. <laughs> he's got a really big paycheck. So guess what? I got to outpay. I got to outplay him. I got to outplay Griff. I got I got to get my game to where Griff is the opposite corner of me. And I, I people ask me all the time, like one of the most underrated guys I've ever played with. And Don Griffin is the name I throw out every time. Griff is really, really good. He, he was really, really good. Just solid. Two-time champ, all-pro player, just, just quiet. Mudbone was just quiet. Didn't say he just did everything. He was a technical beast. And I was like, you know what? Let me work on my technique. Let me get my stuff right. Let me outplay this guy. Let me let me grade out better than grip. Let me do so. So that's what I'm saying. You have these things where you look at it and it's like, 
if I'm grading out like that guy, then I can get paid like that guy. It raises the level of competition because it's not, and it's not really a, I don't want that guy to do well. No, I want that guy to keep raising his level. I got it. I just got to raise my level. I expect him to raise his level because that's what he does. He's an all pro player. I got to play that good. If I play that well, two things happen. We win. I get paid. That's what happens across the board. So I'm not afraid of the guys getting paid. I'm not afraid of um, the ramifications of guys not performing. I'm more worried about guys. Who, I, I'm, I, I get more worried about you not having anybody to pay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, you, it's, you a, it's a good it's a good problem <laughs> to have, right? I mean, but you a couple of things come to mind now. That, and you, you, you sort of touched on it a little bit in terms of like, all right, these guys got to grow up. Um, and to me, you say that and immediately it puts a spotlight on Trey Lance, right? Cause you look at Jimmy G and he's old mm-hmm. 26 this year, 27 mm-hmm. next year. Right. So you got to imagine that, um, I mean, this may be the year, right? Like the, the last year for Jimmy, right. Especially with, 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 with that, that sort of a cap number. Right. And so, that means it's imperative that Trey. Um, that, uh, can I say something though? Let me stop something right now. Everyone is freaking. Jimmy's cap number is like twenty something million, right? It's it's twenty twenty six this year. It's twenty seven next year. Okay. Do you realize that you got quarterbacks now that have forty million dollar cap hits? Yes, but like people have, that that is Jimmy's a steal at the quarterback I, position. That I, was a great contract that they put together. He's still cheap. At quarterback, I, but I say that for a couple reasons, right? I say that because obviously all the equity you gave up for Trey Lance, right? You don't you don't draft a guy three and not and intend to play him, right? So I, I, yeah. I, I, it's it's inevitable, right, that he's going to be in there, right? Whether it's this year, or next year, um, maybe even the year after, or, or this year or next year, maybe even the year after. But I find that harder to believe, right? I think I think it's more more than likely. 2022 season will have a full dose of Trey Lance. So you look unless at, I, I have one unless in there, but you keep I, going. I mean, unless Jimmy wins, right? I mean, I, I think um, I unless mean, unless Jimmy unless Jimmy is the um how, how do I put this? Tim McDonald Tim McDonald now nine strands. You guys know Timmy Mac and T Mac. This is something that T Mac would always say to us. And and Steve Young was the your last championship uh, faithful that you got. Hey, the the leader unquestionably that was that was Steve Young. Some some may want to throw Jerry Rice in there, but Steve Young was the leader of that team. He's a default, you know, he's a default leader just by being the quarterback. But he was that dude. He was that leader. But the heartbeat, the pulse, the emotion of that team, that was Tim McDonald. And you know what Timmy used to say? And this is what this is my. This is my one caveat with Jimmy. Out of all the stuff, you know, I've already spoken on how I thought it was a mistake for Kyle to come out and say the things that he said about Matt Stafford. But what Tim used to say all the time, that you can do it because of them, you can do it with them, or you can do it in In spite spite. of them. Yeah. And that's what he used to always say. It doesn't matter what defense they put us in. It doesn't matter if we don't like what's going on, the game plan, and fix it. We'll do it in spite of them. If they if they screw it up, if they say something we don't like, if they make a call that we know shouldn't be made, then we change it. We fix it. We win in spite 
of those guys because we are the ones between the lines in the arena. And that, and if Jimmy, that's the one thing. If Jimmy is of that mindset that I'm going to do this in spite of you not wanting me to do it, in spite of you wanting another guy to be in this position, in spite of you drafting the guy, because I am the guy between the lines in the arena with the ball in my hand. If he's that dude, Trey won't play this year. He won't play next year. He won't play until year three because year three, they have to let him play because they have to decide what they're going to start doing with those options. So they're going to have to get him on the field. But that's how that's. And if that happens, the Niners will win a championship in one of those years. They'll win a championship. If Jimmy plays, if Jimmy is that in spite of dude, they will win a championship. And, and, and his level of play will dictate that Trey doesn't get on the field. So that's, that's my, that's my soapbox moment on that right there. But we'll see how that all plays out. Yeah. But, and to me, I mean, we sort of agree on this one. To me, it's a championship, right? Like if he, if he doesn't win, I, I don't, I just don't see that happening. Um, oh, no, I, I don't, I think he, I think Jimmy can, Jimmy can ball, ball out and the loss of a championship doesn't necessarily have to be his fault. It, it doesn't have to be his fault. Um, and which will still put him in position to where um, he he can do that. Like I said, if he's that in spite of dude and he balls out, you're you're going to see that. It's just too hard. It's going to be too hard for Kyle to make the change when Jimmy is the only guy he's ever won with. And if Jimmy comes, then think about it. Jimmy is the one guy that has done that. If he comes out and just balls out, and like I say, he may not be the reason. I, I mean, I if if uh, I, I mean, you can you can look at everything that has happened, and and you can watch a team and the game and all the stuff that goes down. But one play could change everything, and it has nothing to do with the offense. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. But, you. You know but, what I'm saying? But, but Jimmy, and, and I, Jimmy's and I, no uh, Jimmy's no Matt Stafford. I mean, we know that, right? So I, I, uh. I like, well, well, well. Hold up, hold up. We're sitting here talking about players. Wait, hold up. We're sitting here talking about when players reach their prime. So that, so I mean, a, a, a lot is being lost on the fact that Jimmy is not an old player, and Jimmy was really just getting his feet wet and getting experience as a quarterback. Jimmy has a lot of understanding of big time play, big time games, big time moments, and he survived a whole lot of them with flying colors, which gives you confidence that a guy who's never been there, uh, you know, they don't know. They, they, they don't know. I, I would like, I, I would like my chances with, with crap on the line, um, home field advantage or a, a trip to the NFC championship or Super Bowl. I'd like my chances with Jimmy quarterback and over Stafford. Jimmy's been there. Jimmy knows that he won't shrink in the moment. He's done it. So that's, so that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no one wants to give him credit for that. He can't control whether or not they play him. He can't. Yeah. No, but, I, 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 but I, he can't, but, but he can completely control how he handles everything while he's playing. So I'm just, I'm just not off of Jimmy. Like, a lot of people. I know you aren't either. Yeah, I'm no, just not, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just making fun because of what Kyle said. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle, I, 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 honest, I, Monday, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly feel like we're gonna see a, we're gonna, we're gonna, I think we're gonna see a, a good version, maybe the best version 
of Jimmy uh, this season. I honestly do believe that. But one other caveat to that is um, Nick Bosa, right? He's next. And mm-hmm. so he's coming up. He's he's coming up, right? Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is year three for him, right? 2022, he'll be entering uh, the final year of his deal. Of course, they can exercise the fifth year option. And they will. And they will. But what if Bosa – what if he beats them to the punch? What if, you know, he's coming off the injury? What if he says, you know what, he has he, he balls out here in 2021, which we all expect uh-huh. him to do, and he comes back next summer uh-huh. prior mm-hmm. to and is like, you know, now's the time to pay me, right? What if, what if he's not as, as patient as a Fred or as a Kittle or Well, he has or, to be. Whoever. No, he, well, no he, he has to be. The guy, has to guys be. hold out. You, oh, wait, well, you know I mean, that. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But that, but that, and that's his option to hold out. Guys hold out, and I'm not saying he won't. He's going to get paid, but he has to understand. Because, Nick, you had one good year. You had one good year. So, and now you can, you come back and you show me that you can have back-to-back good years. I, I hadn't even seen you have back-to-back good years yet. Because you had one good year, then you got hurt. Doesn't count as a back-to-back year. So now you come back the next year, you show me you can play. I'm I'm going to give you the extension. I'm letting you know that we we are going to extend you right now today. So that's a done deal. We we want to exercise this option. We have no problem working out a deal as we see what the salary cap is moving to because you're a part of our plans. But I don't have to give you a long-term deal and I can some ways tell you it's smarter for you to show me back-to-back years. You start playing and let me and show me that okay, there is no issue, there is no problem. You are that dude. You're gonna make more money, just like Fred. Fred Warner makes more money now than he would have made if he had tried to hold out the beginning of last season. Yeah, he wouldn't have gotten the deal that he got now. So that's what I'm saying. You're you're only going to improve your chances by playing. And and like I said, the Niners have it. They have a legitimate reason to say we're not giving you a long term deal today. We're not taking it off the books, of course. Of course, we're going to give you one, but just just show me a little bit more, and that gives them that'll give them time to work out numbers, figure things out. So that's how I see it. I don't I don't see it as an issue. I, I think you're you're looking at it like, wait a minute, they're going to have to pay Bosa, and Bosa is is, is going to um. Well, I, I feel like some, if they have friction. like what you're saying, like what you're saying, it just falls in plan, it just falls in line, and what I'm saying is. Bosa has the ability to disrupt that timetable. And, look, his brother held out. And I know he's not his brother, but his brother uh-huh. held out. And so to think – But his brother held out – his brother held out after back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back, to back, to back years. So, so that's what I'm saying. You, you it's Also, remember what I said, the money – because you can do that. But remember, you – you are paid what you negotiate. Your negotiating leverage is going to be based off of all of the, it, put it this way, a contract, every contract, but definitely an NFL contract. It's a bridge over what you've done and what you are expected to do. So though, so the, so the more you have done, the higher that bridge, the, you know, you, you see, you see what I'm saying? The more you've done, back-to-back at a high level, the higher and longer that bridge can be to your next contract. So you can come back and have one good year and hold out, but I'm going to hold that against you. So you can get paid. I'm just not going to pay you as much. It's the same thing when Aaron Donald first held, when he was doing all the stuff and everything, and I was like, I was like, okay, 
I'll give you a contract. I'm just not going to give you what you want. I can give you a new contract, but it's not going to be as worth, it's not going to be as um, valuable as it would be if you came back and did this again. Yeah, but when you're talking about uh, a Nick Bosa, it's going to be a significant number, right? So if if it, that's yes. the, if that's the case, right? Like, so if that's the case, how does that affect Jimmy's window? Jimmy's window is Jimmy's window is not going to change any. Right, right, because Jimmy's contract, Jimmy's contract is not ridiculous. You said the number, Jimmy's number, his cap number is in the twenties for the next couple of years. Look, Fred Warner's number is in the twenties. You're not, you're not going to freak out paying your quarterback that. Your 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 offensive tackle number is that. He's not. It's not out of the question yet. Because the next quarterback that you sign, um. You, you, you're fortunate you got a rookie right now because to get somebody at that level of play with the winning percentage that he has, that Jimmy has, people might not like it, but it, it's going to – look at these guys now. Look, look at these guys now because we're just going off of stats and stuff like that, and the most important stat is win. But look at what what Dak just got paid. Yeah. That's the going right now. Yeah. That is the going – because no one thinks Dak is the best quarterback in the league. But he was in position to negotiate that type contract. So that's what I'm saying. What leverage do you have negotiating? And you're going to have the quarterback position is a, is about to be 35 plus easily. Yeah. I mean, that's it. So Jimmy, Jimmy is saving you money. Of course, you're going to save more money when you get the rookie out there. But that position is saving you money, which is allowing you to draft those other guys and play those other guys. So another negotiating ploy that I have right now. Guess what, Bosa? You want to hang? You want to hold out? You want to hold out this year? You do realize the quarterback makes this much in another season. More than likely, he won't be the quarterback. We knock twenty million off of that cap number. That's money that can go money. to you. Yeah. We can go to you. So, like you say, his number is going to be significant, which means every negotiating point is going to be tens of millions of dollars. We're not talking a hundred thousand here, or you know, that, that's the difference in him getting. That's really going to be the difference in him getting forty or sixty million up front, guaranteed. This is the. Believe- it's, it's going to be one of those type things. My this, bad. Go ahead. This is the Believe in Forty Nineers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, feel free to continue to uh, get involved in the show. We're located on social media. On Twitter, I'm at rhaylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump and run. Um, NFL cracking down, and they sent out a memo saying that there will be no additional week or weeks added to the season. Obviously, they're playing extra ga- uh, an extra game this year, one less preseason game. But aside from that, like, there will be no additional weeks added to uh, the season as a result of any uh, possible postponements or cancellations due to COVID. And so as a part of this, a couple things that that, that stick out, obviously, right? NFL taking a hard, hard and fast stance on this. Remember last year there were games on, like, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, whenever, right? They're just trying to get these games in, and they got every game in, right? They didn't have to there – were, there were no cancellations. Um, if your team is the result of a cancellation due to any – due to an outbreak uh, stemming from any unvaccinated player or players – then your team will be on the hook for that forfeiture and thereby will be handed a loss, which, of course, will affect, you know, any 
playoff standings or playoff seedings as that goes. Um, but if there is a cancellation, both teams will be docked a, a, a game check. Roll, Play, roll. Players on both sides will be docked a game check, which is, I mean, that's that's next level right there. Um, where, do you, where do you want to start with this, E.D.? Well, first of all, I'm hot as fish crease because, um, <laughs> right? No, seriously, yeah, you know how hot that is. It, it, you gotta get some grease. Got real hot, fry, hot for my catfish, fish. that's for sure. So, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here looking at this, and I'm like, that has nothing to do with me. If it, you, I, I still had to put in the work. I still had to. I had to show up at work. I had to do all the practicing. I had to deal with everything that is necessary. All the pain and and mental prep that I have to deal with. To, to, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. Nobody retires from the NFL because of the game. You retire because of the practices. You, you, <laughs> no, no one stops for. No one stops playing for because of 16, 17. They can make it 18 games. That's not why you stop. No, it's it's those 30, 40 practices that you have to deal with. That that monotony of everything and the prep work and the grunt work that you deal with. So I'm already doing that. So let's just say we have a game. You got a team like the Niners. We leave on Friday. So we got an East Coast swing. We leave on a Friday. We're flying in. We got to play a team. I've done all of my work. I'm doing everything. I get there. I'm going out for my walk through Saturday. We got a game Sunday and they shut everything down because the Bengals, we, you know, we're in Cincinnati and the Bengals, are sick and they're all they're all they guys did whatever they did and they all got sick when we're not testing positive so i don't get paid i don't get paid because some other guy screwed up i don't get paid i get I, because they fix it that doesn't make sense to me that has nothing to do with me that, that has nothing that has absolutely nothing to do with me um and nor nor do i feel comfortable with the fact that you said so the nfl because and i know you're coming at me for my money because you're saying you're going to cancel the game and not restructure. So you won't be getting the television money because you didn't play that particular game. Well, that is a choice that you made. (laughs) You didn't, you didn't ask me, do I want to, do I want to reschedule? You told me I can't reschedule. So, so if you decide that you don't want me to work, if, if you call, if you call me, and say don't come in today. Yeah. Does that does that not make you? That's not me calling bound? out. That's you telling you me not, not to thank come you. to work. Yeah. Does that yeah. not make you bound to pay me? It's one thing if I call in sick. I can understand. You're like, well, you don't have sick days, and you need to show up. I got it. So now you dock me. But if I show up to work, I've done everything necessary. I'm completely prepared to do the job, and you say, no, we don't need you. Um, that's not my fault. I'm under contract. I'm ready to go. So that, so that part of it, I, I don't like, I don't like you. So as far as the, because it's not, it's not, especially when you're the opposite team, it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. That that part, nor is it the other players who didn't get sick. It's not their, it's not their fault either. Yeah, that that part that part I don't really get when it, when it comes to you know docking game checks and, and things of that nature. Well, it's money. Um, I, I just I just explained it to you. Yeah, it's, it's the TV it's, money. It's, but, it's, but, it's the TV money. But yeah, to, but, to, but, but to your point, like that that doesn't that doesn't necessarily that that doesn't necessarily makes it like now to 
I guess to the NFL's point, I, I think like if there's a way to play it, they may try to. Like if if there's if there's you know if if you can get a stadium, if you can you know if if all the logistics work out, you know that week or the next day or whatever, you know there there may be a, an attempt to try to play it, but they're not going to be moving games around and 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 shuffling and adding a whole another week to the season. Well, as, as, you, you as know a result what? Of this. I, I see. There's never a reason to not play a game. Uh, you can always play the game. You can always play the game. So um, because there's just too many moving parts on a football team, your entire team is never going to get sick. So when these guys have an outbreak, they're, they're talking about, what, four or five, six guys, something like that. I mean, that's what they're going to consider it. Uh, because if one guy came and tested positive or two guys tested positive, they're not even going to remotely think about stopping anything. But let's just say we get six or seven guys that, that and, you know, you have that outbreak. You can still play a football game. Now, you may not be playing with your frontline guys. Guess what? The Niners had an entire year where they had to do that. Yeah. Because guys get injured. That's football. Yeah, guys, you're going to miss guys. So there's really no reason to not play a game. So that's that's my whole point in this. So if you choose to not play a game, because you can't tell me, well, Tom Brady is not prepared to play. I don't care. Let his backup play. Tom Brady's got sick. And, you know, or, or, you know, Nick Bosa is sick and Trent Williams is sick and, and um, um, you know, Mostert is sick. And, and OK, we, you can't play with them. You can still play the game. The Niners had to do it just like when guys were injured. You have to play the game. You bring in the next guy. You have the third guy playing out of position. That's what you do in football. So, again, I'm back to it. The league has decided that we for some, whatever reason, aren't going to do this, I don't think it's fair to the players. Like, I really don't. Because the players couldn't all of us – because if the players – if the players all of a sudden decided we are not going to play a game, um, you are going to come at them a completely different way. Completely different way, yeah. As a, so, And the players aren't saying we are not playing. You are telling them to not play. So, So that part of it, I don't think it's fair. But then one thing I will say, you know what? Kudos to um, Fred Warner because he's on the veteran minimum this year. So he's going to lose a, just a tiny fraction of all that money he just signed for. <laughs> if that happens. Because <laughs> you take you take a game check, a game check. Because I mean, so think about it. The guy averages what 18, 19 million a year. Yeah. So, but this year he's, but this season he's making the vet minimum, which I think is 900,000, like 920 something thousand. So that check. Uh, so, eight, so and it's going to be divided over his eight what eighteen weeks, nineteen weeks because they have a um, no seventeen, eighteen, 18 weeks, weeks, eighteen weeks. Yeah. So, so that check is going to be divided over eighteen weeks. So eighteen, so one eighteenth yeah, of nine hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, compared to a million, million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, so, well, I, I think part of it also is like I, I guess if they can. They would like to avoid situations like what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, right, where they played five games in, like, 25 days or something like that in, in the month of December, like, which is crazy because cancellations of postponements and moving games around and shuffling yeah. and all that. And so, Well, I'm, um, well I, I say you just play the scheduled game. There's no reason to not play a scheduled game. You, you – okay, COVID, I get it. Those players can't play. You have a protocol. Those players wouldn't play if they were injured. And you just view it as an injury. You don't stop a game. Not a, a football game in the history of the world, not even Pop Warner, has been stopped because a lot of guys were hurt. 
You don't. You, so, so I, that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. There's no reason to postpone the game. You're because if you you're saying even in cities that have outbreaks of COVID, you're still going to play the game and have fans and all of these things, correct? So, yeah, and that, that's um, why I not- think this is a little premature too. Because I mean, if we learned anything through this pandemic, is that we don't know anything, right? And so, agreed. Um, it's it's like if you look at the situation we're in right now, um, like in California, right? If we were back to the tiered system, like we'd be in the worst tier right now, in the purple tier, right? If they were still going by that. Um, you look all across the country, like there's these waves and surges and cases and and things, you know, going back up. And so I think because of that, like I, I think it's a little premature to say that because we – like, we just don't know what this season is going to look like. Like, we, we don't know if we're going to start trending back in the right direction here pretty soon like we were or if if this new wave is just going to continue through, uh, you know, th- through the rest of the summer and into the fall. Um, and so I, I think from that standpoint, I think that's a little bit reckless on the part of the NFL. Um, but it's – I mean, it's also – it's – it, it's it's we like we just don't know like we don't know what this season is going to be what this season is going to look like yeah you navigated through a pandemic season a, a year ago um and so there's some experiences there's some things that you can take from that but you know here we are you know trying to get through another season you know year two um under you know similar situations and uh, I, I think they kind of came out with this maybe a little bit too early because I'm still not yeah. sure. Like, I don't know that we know what – like, training camps are five days away, right? Like, I don't know that we – as we take the show, like, I don't know – like, we don't know what training camps are going to look like, right? Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, I just – I'm with you. I, I think they tried to come up with something because, um, uh, you know, I've, I've always said on, on this um, pod, it, you know, just the way I feel about it, and the league is extremely reactionary. The NFL, um, from top to bottom, they are extremely the decision makers. They 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 pay attention to Twitter. They they look at their Instagram feed. They pay attention to what's being said out there, and they react to it. So they wanted to let's have something in place, and let's just say this is how we're going to do these things because there you know because there is this question of how things are going to be with the cases on the rise. And they're just saying, hey, we're going to do this and we're going to shut it down. But then see that? I, okay, that's fine. That, that, that's fine. You're going to find the players because if, if you're saying, and what did they say? They're, they're going to view it as conduct detrimental. You're doing something that is truly causing harm to the team, the brand, everything by you, you not being vaccinated. You could have avoided this. That's the way they're going to view it. Okay, I get it that particular player. If I'm a teammate of that player, I had nothing to do with that. So you're going to, I, I, I'm vaccinated. I'm following every protocol. I'm doing everything that I was supposed to do. And you're telling me I don't get to make, and, and let's talk about some of these players. Like you are uh, Jalen Ramsey. That's a 20, that's, that's an over million dollar a week corner. So you're telling me I just lost a million dollars because um, Rashawn Haylock decided he didn't want to follow yeah. the rules. Yeah, uh, that's that makes no sense to me. Like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, and and what? you can't yeah. control like you can't control these these outbreaks. And even like 
I mean, we look at the Olympics right now, right, and it breaks my heart. Like some of these athletes that have gone o- over there or, or were on their way over there, and they have had to withdraw from the Olympics because uh-huh. of a positive test. And and they've uh-huh. done all and they've done all the right things, right, that you were supposed to do, right. And so, mm-hmm. um, and so it's just like you just don't, it's just so hard to tell, it's just so hard to gauge. And so, you know, for, yes. for that fact, um. I think that's a little reckless on the part of of the NFL. Like I understand what yeah. they're trying to say, but I think I think this year, like if we really just boil it all down, you already talked about it with the TV money. Like this year, the NFL, you know, in, in my opinion, has made a hard and fast stance that we are playing these games regardless. They're going to be in front of packed houses regardless. Uh-huh. We're not going yes. through another year like we did in 2020 with the loss of revenue, this, that, or the other. Like they want games inside full stadiums with all the memorabilia yes. and everything else that's going to be yes. sold because it's all about that bottom line at the end of the day when people don't realize like we're still in the middle of a pandemic whether we want to, uh-huh. whether some want to believe it or not. Oh, well, they do realize that we're in the middle of it, and, and I'm glad you just touched on that. So that decision and the full stadiums and all of those things were made in reaction to, again, you know, like I said, the fan base and Twitter and what's being said and all of these things. But then also we're going to couple that with the bottom line. So, yeah, we're going to come out and make this statement. Um, and we're going to make it early. We are playing in front of packed houses. It's going to be wide open. So now, wait a minute. So if we're not playing in front of a packed house, if something goes down, the only way we can make up that money for that week is to not pay the players. Um, okay, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna cut our losses because um, no, it's not gonna be the TV money, but that's hard cash that we don't have to put out that week. That's not monopoly money. That's not that's not contract down the road money. That's that is hard, true, real cash right now that I don't have to transfer out of my account. Um, and we're talking millions, you know, tens of millions of dollars. I mean, hell, hundreds of millions. You know, what's, what's the salary cap? You're talking hundreds of millions. Um, you know, so that's, so that's what we're sitting here talking about. We're, we're just going to just keep that money. Um, I, I, I see why they're doing it, and you just touched on it. It's, it's the bottom line. It's a way to say we can cut some of our losses. Um if we don't have these games, but I just say play the game and pay the guy. Um, and if you want, and if you want to, and, and I don't have a problem with the, with the not paying a guy. Actually, you know what? I can't even say that. I, I can't even say that. I, I think I have a problem with even not paying the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause it, like, and I, ideally like it might not be his fault. Right. Like, I mean, yes. like, and I'm just speaking from personal experience, right? Like we, like, I like I had like COVID ran through my house. Right. Like and we did like we did everything we were supposed to do. Right. Like and Uh and all the stuff they tell you to do. You know, you wash your hands. You do this. You do that. Like we stayed in the house like we didn't go out to eat. Like we were like we literally like didn't do anything like groceries, Mm -hmm. all that stuff like delivered. Um, And then we still end up with it. Right. And so it's like, damn, how did this happen? You know, and so. it, and, and, the and that could ha- thing the same happen. thing could happen inside an NFL locker room. Absolutely, absolutely, because it could be a guy. So, and that's why I just say I don't. I don't think it's necessarily fair if a guy hasn't been vaccinated that you're going. There's this assumption that he's the cause of the outbreak, so he's automatically suspended and he misses that game check um, because 
uh, as I said, I could I could sit in the meeting room near two guys that have been vaccinated every day, and one of those guys, even though they've been vaccinated, um, I'm it. doing everything right. They could be the one that spread it, and they, because yeah. they had it, didn't realize that they were carrying it. I get it from them, and I'm doing everything now. I don't get a check, and I'm kicked out because I'm one of the three guys. But I didn't I I didn't do anything. And you're saying, so the guys who are vaccinated, they keep their checks, but I don't keep mine, but they got me sick. Yeah. And, but I did everything you told me to do. Yeah. Because, because if you, because this is the only thing that I say you can do, you could say, you could easily say this, just like you tell guys, you show up to this training camp, we are going to test you for marijuana. You know, when you show up to this camp, you are getting a test for marijuana. You don't have to take it, but if you don't take it, you don't get to come to camp. You don't get to play football. You have to take that test. Now, it's a one-time test. I could easily tell you the same thing. I can say NFL players, guess why? they can Because they make up every other rule. I've, I've often said it, and I'll say it again. The commissioner of the NFL has more, has more power than the president of the United States mm. because the president has to answer to people. The NFL can make up rules whenever they choose to for whatever reason. So they could easily walk in and say, if you want to play NFL football, get vaccinated. Uh. You do not come to, if you come to camp and you have not been vaccinated, you will not play. We will also put in, in place protocols for you to get vaccinated when you come to camp, but you don't touch the field until you have been vaccinated and then it's done. If you're not going to do that, if you're going to say this person has the right to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated, then don't tell me you're going to take my money if I get sick. If I choose not to. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, so that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. You can't, you can't play both sides of that. Make the rule or don't make the rule, but don't make a rule that, that you could possibly shut me down if these things happen. I'll just make a rule just like you do about everything else about, performance enhancing drugs about um drugs of abuse that's what they call the cocaine and weed and everything else you 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 have protocol in it you make a rule this is not making a rule so that's 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 my thing about it. that's why i don't i don't like the way they did it but as i said before there's really nothing you can do about it yeah yeah <laughs> in the nfl they make up their own rules and they make them up on the fly yeah, well, it, it's no, no doubt a, a fluid situation and uh, something we'll definitely keep our eye on here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. Uh, the uh, training camps are opening up. Um, so next time we get together, uh, ED, it, it will be after the, the Niners have opened camp. Uh, they expect to open camp five days from, you know, the, the taping of this, this episode. And so uh, we certainly will see and as this re- rolls through training camp and throughout the throughout the season. Uh, we'll certainly see how how this plays out. Uh, we want to remind you uh, to continue to get involved in the show. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Relocated wherever you find your podcast. Uh, So for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Of course, we are presented by Bet Online. We will see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.